This episode is a great one. I had the pleasure and absolute honor to sit down with one of the most positive people on the internet, the host of the Danny Miranda podcast, Mr. Durant, Danny Miranda himself. He is a innovator. He is somebody with an entrepreneurial spirit, but most importantly, he's somebody who wants to raise the human consciousness at all levels. So that is what you're going to get in this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Tap in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Campus Cuts, a multicultural intergenerational show that brings together entrepreneurs, creators, athletes, and people from all walks of life to chop it up in the virtual barbershop. Today, I have an incredible guest, um, somebody that I whose content that I'm inspired by and I listen to a lot. He is a culture shifter. He is a creator. He's somebody whose voice is resonating with a lot of people in their life who want to get inspirational change. Um, this guy is the real deal. And he has interviewed some high profile people. He's so humble. And uh, I'm honored to be with him on this virtual stage. Mr. Danny Miranda, welcome to the show. What an intro. I need you to come along with me whenever I enter a room. Just tell that to the people I go into the room with and then I'll be really excited. But uh, I appreciate you bringing me on here. I'm really excited to be here. And let's, I'm hyped to talk about whatever we're going to talk about today. I love your energy, man. Oh man, thank you, thank you. I received that. Nah, dude, it's just um, I've been following you for for a minute now, man. I think for over a year, and I think the very first podcast that I actually listened to was the one with you and Do, um, mm. and just talking about his journey and all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, I just really, and ever since then, I got hooked. And then you know, you interviewed Tom, and you interviewed like all these amazing people. I'm just like Jake. I'm like, bro, shout out to Twitter. Twitter is. <laughs> If Twitter's you find the right deal. people, if you find the right people, you can find like the right community and you follow the right people. Twitter can open things up. Yeah, I think Twitter allows you to insert yourself into any conversation better than any other platform I've seen. And just it's dude, you've been following from the jump because do on the second episode ever, like now we're 168 deep, I think. And you've been listening since day day one, literally when I put that first three episodes out, like respect man I, I really appreciate that and it, it means the world to me of course of course of course man so of course to the audience that don't know what campus cuts is about it's just an opportunity for us to for me just to interview some of the greatest minds and people who are doing some really cool things and um so of course i was able to give you able to give you a um, intro but i want you to introduce yourself so of course danny just what's your name um your occupation and where you're from and then after that we'll continue from there yeah so my name is Danny Miranda, as you might be able to tell from if you're watching on the YouTube. And I am a professional podcaster, I guess, because uh, I recently got hired by this great company called Lucky Trader, just launching. It's an NFT company, and I'm creating content, producing podcasts for them. And I'm also will be doing my own podcast, which I've been doing for the past year, honing my skills, getting better and better at the craft of interviewing and communicating. And I'm really excited to do that on a, a hopefully bigger stage, bigger platform and continue doing my podcast as well. So I'm really excited to combine both those worlds. I'm really interested in NFTs, but I'm also interested in becoming the greatest version of yourself. And I'm just balancing those two right now in my own life. And, and becoming the greatest version of yourself to me means doing the things that you know you should be doing, loving yourself, meditating, going on walks with yourself, doing yoga, going to the gym, lifting weights. This is just all for me personally. And so 
I'm interested in all those things and talk about it every day. And I feel incredibly blessed and feel so grateful that this is my life. So just honored to, uh, to share this moment with you in this specific moment and, and just have this life that I've built in part over the past year. Wow. So talk about that. Like, what does it mean to build your life? Like, what was the, the deciding factor for you to really start creating content and really, really trying to like hone your skill? Yeah. So I would say my content creation journey started when I was 13 years old and I was just realizing that the internet was something special and that using the internet for good could be something that I could do. And I started a, a blog on how to manage your time when I was 13 years old. I wrote it for a couple of months. I didn't have the discipline or the consistency to stick with it. And I, I did that again when I was 15, started a Nick's blog. So I've, I've been creating content for a while, but I never stuck with anything. And yeah. this is the first time in my life where I've stuck with something and enjoyed it more a year into it than I did when I started. And mm. for me, putting out content started in March of 2020 is when I think about how I really started because I was previously in May of 2018, I started putting out my content under this name, Danny Roars, and I put out e-commerce and dropshipping content. But then I really felt like it wasn't me. It wasn't what I was really interested in. I was just doing it for the money. I was just doing it for the quick, um, the quick money. And it wasn't really me. And so starting in March of 2020, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to start putting out content based on my own name for the first time in 10 years. And I'm going to mm. just figure out what I, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about loving yourself. I'm going to talk about meditating. I'm going to talk about all these things that are changing my life. 75 hard. So that was the start of it. And then it's just been consistency for a year and a half and, and loving the process of that. So. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's incredible. That's incredible. I, I think people under don't underestimate because, of course, if somebody was to come across your profile, they'd be like, "Oh man, this dude! Like, how did he get this person here? Or how did he? How did he get himself? You know, talking with this person and whatever." Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, it looks cool on the outside, but nobody really understands the amount of dedication, hours, and work it takes to be consistent. You're dropping three episodes a week, yeah. three episodes a week every Monday, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? Yes, sir. And we're about Same. to, that's on my own podcast. And then we're going to add the, the podcast we're doing with lucky trader. And then we're going to add Twitter spaces. And then we're going to add YouTube videos for lucky. Like it's going to be a lot of stuff coming at you and it's going to be a lot of stuff on my end. But the reason why I can do it and the reason why I'm able to do it is because I love it, man. I love mm. expressing myself. I love teaching. I love giving my truth and the knowledge that I have to someone else who, that it could be useful to. So that's why it, it's me in my zone. And it's like, I have that same feeling when I'm talking to a friend one-on-one -on -one or I'm meeting someone new and I'm saying, hey, like you should, like a couple of nights ago, I came across this amazing photographer and I was talking to him in person. I was like, dude, you should make that into an NFT. And then we just went on and on. And I, I talked to him about it for an hour at least because I was so excited by it. And I'm bringing that same passion and energy to the podcast and to becoming the greatest version of yourself and to NFTs. So it's like, I... The reason why I'm consistent is because I love it, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. 
Yeah. No, no, no. no I, I resonate. I resonate deeply with that. I know I'm, I'm like, I'm the same way with my friends. I'm trying to put them on. So, yo, you guys need to get an NFTs. Yo, you got to get in crypto. Yo, you know, because I remember back, it was in 2018 where uh, I was listening. I, Gary Vee is one of my favorite, you know, businessmen, right? Love his authenticity, love what he's about and loves how he keeps it raw, honest and authentic. Of course, you know, I remember when I first came across him, he's like, who's this, you know, short dude, like cussing all the time? Like, what the heck? And then all of a sudden, you know, when you look deeper to his content and really see like, you know, it was first those snippets, right? It's the top of the funnel. And then after that, you start getting sucked into their ecosystem where you start listening to a, a 10 minute interview. And after that, it's like, oh man, he, he sat down with Nipsey or, oh man, he sat down with this player. Oh man. And then after that, you're watching the like hour and a half long speeches, right? And then so like just following that same formula. But one of the things that re he really pointed out back in 2018, we said, yo, Audio is the future. If you're not in audio, I, I don't know why, but like it, it seems like each and every time he tries to say something, he's more like nine times out of ten correct, right? Like he mm -hmm. like he has the conviction about it. He's like NFTs, social, podcasting, e-commerce, YouTube. There's something about that conviction. I feel that with you, right? So yeah. like, how? What was the moment? Like, how did you feel, or what did what did it take you to go? have that conviction in your life like what were some of the small you know little pebbles for you to in order to develop that dude this is such a good question because my brother i was talking on the phone and he said to me you but what you believe in what you say you believe it so strongly i don't believe things as strongly as you do and i said he's three years younger than me and i said to him i think it's because i've lived and experienced these things and i've after doing them over and over again, I am so strongly believing it, right? The reason why I can sit here and stand here and say to you today, do 75 hard, it changed my life is because I know what it actually did to me. The reason why I could say to you, NFTs are going to be the future is because I see the smart contracts. I see what people are doing. I see the way that people are operating differently. And everything I'm saying with strong conviction is because I really believe it in my soul and I've put in the work to believe it. And that's the same with lifting weights. It's the same with meditation. It's, it's the same thing over and over again. I speak about what I know about. And I spent three months learning and researching NFTs before I even tweeted once about it. So it just really, I only speak on things I, I'm confident in. And that's why you see that strong conviction. If you want to start asking me about who I'm going to vote for in the 2024 election or who I'm going to, who I'm interested in and what the, the Dow future is going to do. I have no idea. And so I just stay away from those topics because I just don't know. But the things that I know, I really know. And I try to at least really know as strongly as possible and as strongly as I possibly can. So therefore I strongly believe it. And the conviction comes through. Mm, that's good. That's a, that's actually such a good way in order, like such a good, um, you did it. In, you said that in such a good, clear way because you have the self awareness to even admit, I don't know. Because not a lot of people like I, I like when I'm when I'm having conversations with some of my colleagues or my peers or anything like that. Um, it's the fact that it's like saying like if you always think around going on in life that you know that you think you're a know like you're a know it all. Uh, ten nine times out of ten, it's gonna like you're gonna get knocked in the face. What yeah. made you continue to have that you know humility in that yeah. life for you to say you know what? I don't know about it. I'm willing to learn, but um, I'm not going to talk about it if I don't know. Yeah. It, for me, this was meditation. And meditation 
before doing meditation, I started two years ago. I was very much, this is, this is my opinion and I'm going to go down to the hill and die on this opinion where if I don't even know anything about it, I'm still going to put my whole reputation on the line for that because I, I didn't have any humility and I was too attached to my thoughts and opinions. But mm. once I started to realize, if you really sit with yourself for an hour, no inputs, no nothing, and just focus on your breath for one hour straight and you do that every day for months on end, you will start to realize that your own thoughts can change based on any given day, any given moment. You could, at the beginning of a meditation, say to yourself, oh, you know, I'm feeling really comfortable. And then 30 minutes into it, you could be like, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. And then 30 minutes later, you could say, oh, I'm comfortable again. Well, nothing changed. You were literally sitting there the entire time. What changed? Your mind did. The, the waves of your mind. So if you take that to any discussion, it's like you start to be really humble in how you approach things because you say to yourself, I don't really know anything. I'm an idiot. Like I, I'm just learning. I'm just, I just said something and I have strong conviction in what I said, but you present new information to me. What I just said is meaningless. So I think that is a really important piece is like having a strong level of confidence in what you say because you've put in the work but also being open to receiving new information that might come in that might completely disregard something you just said and be okay with it. And meditation taught me that. Mm, that's good. That, that, that's so good. The fact that you have to be malleable and in what you intake, what you feel and how you're going to continue to move out through life. Because oftentimes I think, and I think it's really, really easy, especially in, in, you know, we now see how these social platforms, of course, like, you know, with the Facebook scandal, like they can be like, they're meant to be divisive in order to get engagement. Right. And then so like you, of course, having like an influence or having a voice on these platforms or like, you know, like you, yeah, you're, you're an influencer or actually, no, well, oh, sorry, my bad. I hate using that word. You're somebody that has a voice who continues yeah. to look, who actually produces good content. How do you balance? Like, you know, do you feel like a, like a sense of responsibility each and every time you tweet or you open out your mouth or anything like that? Or you're just like, hey, this is just who I am. And thank you for joining my journey. I'm willing to change. Yeah, both. I do have, I feel a sense of responsibility. Every time I walk down the street, my man, smiling mm. at people, talking to people, I have a sense of responsibility when, I, when I'm in my house because I, I say to myself, I'm going to engage with the world. So I need to do the things that are going to help me engage with the world the best. And so, yeah, I do feel a sense of responsibility, but it's not necessarily tied to the fact that people follow me online. It's more tied to the fact that I know that as a human being, me doing one kind thing can lead to a ripple effect that I could have no idea where that benefit is going to go to someone I might not even ever meet. And understanding that I can always make someone's day by just smiling, asking about them, seeing how they're doing and, and really connecting with them in that moment. And that's what my podcast allows me to do is connect with people deeply in that moment. And that's what I really get a high off of. And it doesn't have to be recorded. It could be completely just a random interaction on the street or random situation. So yeah, I do feel a sense of responsibility. I also feel about that second thing you said, which is like, this is just the journey. Enjoy it. Like I'm not trying to plan anything. I'm just trying to be, and, and hopefully it's useful to some person out there. If it's not, I'm sorry, but you know, there, there's a million people you can follow. So I, it's all good. I don't feel bad about you not following me at all. So that's kind of how I balance it. And it's just like, it's a joy for me to, to build 
in public in the sense of building this podcast, building, building a community of people who I vibe with and connect with and who are on the same page and positive people. Like literally within, I don't know, a minute of meeting you for the first time just now, I said to myself, oh, I'm so happy this person connected with me because it's a positive guy, good natured, like good vibes I get from even on the screen. So that's the type of person I want to be involved with. And so that's why I put out content so that people like you can come to me basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's a, it's a ripple effect. It's a cycle because, um, I don't know why, but it's like, yes. Uh, I mean, one, I think one of my best friends, I'm going to shout him out, Caleb Mulageta, right. Um, I've, I saw his content, or like, so he's a comedian. I saw some of his content, you know, on IG. Had a had a my old high, one, one of my former, actually one of my high school best friends, right? You know, middle school best friend, Sagar Shah. He went to SMU, Southern Southern Methodist Youth University in Dallas, right? So mm-hmm. he had a mutual friend who was friend with Caleb, right? So I follow Caleb's journey and just seeing how he came up with like you know going to um, you know first generation American, you know, family's born in Ethiopia. He was born over here grew up went to like a predominantly white institution after that used comedy as his way to continue to resonate and share his experiences with people make people laugh make people connect and then he, there was like this article of him like saying yeah man i used to work at quit trip but then one day i was standing there and i'm like man i asked him I, he asked his co-worker so what do you want to do with your life and he's like man i, I gave that up a long time ago and that scared him and he's like you know what? i gotta go and he had dreams of going to New York. He had dreams of getting to doing comedy. And so I interviewed him for the podcast, you know, March 2020. That was our first time, like, meeting, like, in person. Or not even, like, meeting. Yeah, you know, you like you can, like, say emojis or whatever. Like, you know, you can text somebody. But, like, meeting him and doing the podcast, ever since then, I'm on the phone with him every week. Went over wow. to New York. We saw each other, boom, always on the call, always just chopping about life, seeing how he's doing, see what's going on. And literally to see him live his dream, he's right now doing comedy gigs. He met Dave Chappelle. He was over there, you know, like working at this amazing top tier um, 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 advertising agency translation, working on projects and meeting dope artists and actors and actresses and whatever. And like, it's so amazing. He's like, yo, bro, I don't, I don't think you understand you helped and influenced me to like think bigger or dream bigger because wow. you just did it and i'm like bro what you mean i just did it like this is you and it, it, it's just like such a uh i don't know but i i get goosebumps when i think about like what what can happen because of literally just a small message like hey keep going or hey i would like to just talk or what's up you, you know what do you do what do you say specifically that he felt resonated with him so much that led him to to say you you changed my life in that that way i think it was for him he said my ability just to just to when it comes to success or when it comes to just being just to be um it's in the sense of i'm not caught up in in in, in the numbers i'm not caught up in the in the I'm not caught up with how much money i'm gonna get or follow whatever it's just yeah. my opportunity to continue to I, I, for me personally, my personal philosophy is that I'm free. Uh, well, I'm a believer, but but then despite of that, like, you know, I'm a human being and I can continue to, I'm a human being. And that's what I always say. I'm a human being. And our, like our real, like our, for me, I think our real uh, purpose on life is just to to be human and to really connect with people and just to just to enjoy them. 
right? So like yeah. some similar to you. And then so and then from there, it just continues to resonate. And so w- with that energy and with that, just him like always like put into perspective and 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 helping him like yo bro like what you do and what you achieve is not is not your worth. It is just a byproduct of what you've already believed inside, right? And it like for him that was kind of like a woo, but that was also kind of like a woo when I learned that um, back in high school because I used to. I, man, I was so pent up, like so frustrated because I never got like no awards or anything. I got a couple athletic awards, but like it was an academic school. And I'm like, man, I want to be an academic or whatever, whatever. Like, and like, I, was, like, I thought I would get most improved, right? Like, I'm like, I, my grades were not the best, but I'm like, I improved. Like, I'm the best. <laughs> but the school is very competitive. Like, if I went to a public school, I would have been like top 10%, but I did not. But I'm so grateful that I did because um, I had a friend come to, up to me and said, Tanaka, I want you to live life with open, uh, with an open arms, open mind, and an open heart. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be so much in you just being present and, and just being a human being. Your worth is not tied to this. It is just you being alive. And so wow. I'm like, yo, that changed my life. She wrote that in my senior year uh, on a yearbook. Oof. I always shout her out. I always shout her out because Nima Raman has changed my life. And I'm just like, man, I, I want to continue to have that same effect. Like me change, like, True, if I come out, if I'm a billionaire, whatever, whatever, like, I mean, that's whatever. But just that, like, ah, or to interview and talk to amazing people and just continue to help share their voice and their perspectives and their thoughts, I've already won. Like, dude said, bro, all you need is a combine, a fit body, and a house full of love. That's literally Naval. You have all those things, and everything else continues. Like, if you want to save the world, save yourself. And then after that, everything just, you know, raise your kids right. <laughs> Dude, that was epic. And I couldn't agree more. I'm I'm just hearing the same words that I say from a different person, which is so cool to hear for, for me personally, you know? Yeah, 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 bro. Yeah, man. And so, like, I don't know. I have another question for you, man. I started to go off the topic. It's just like, how does it feel to not be in, to be interviewed, not to be mm. doing the interviewing? Does it feel weird sometimes when when people invite you to your your to their podcast or stuff? Yeah, it's cool, man. I enjoy it. I enjoy both sides of it. It's all the same thing to me because it's all connecting with human beings. And that's really what where I found joy in starting the podcast, which was just like connecting to a human being was how it started and talking to strangers on the phone unrecorded. And then I said, you know what? Why aren't we recording this? Because someone out there could gain value from it. And then I started treating it like a skill, like a craft. And from that place, you then just build and build and build. It's an exciting thing to to just be a part of and the organic nature of it. How did you start this podcast? Um, I started this back in 20, 2020. I had this idea since 2019. Um, so like how to start is like LeBron James, the shop. Um, like the talk show, the shop. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. great show. I love, I love it. Like, right. Great show. So I wanted to bring that to to a, like for my fraternity. I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, right? So I wanted to bring that kind of same vibe, but it it didn't logistic wise. It didn't necessarily work out, and I was trying. I was honestly overthinking it, right? But it wasn't until I was tasked. I was in part of student government at my university. And I was tasked as the diversity and inclusion chair. So what I had to do was go around and ask people what their different perspectives and their thoughts and what how they felt on campus and what could like they could say, right? So what happened was I thought well, I learned in my speech class, it's hard to communicate one person's experience because there's going to be a lapse uh, in terms of what they mean and what they say and, and who's receiving it. 
And so you would rather want to facilitate the conversation of actually having the person be present and being there. But of course, you can't be anywhere. But I remember, like, I said, audio. And then so I got my phone, downloaded Anchor, because I was listening to a podcast where you could download Anchor. And I said, yo, all my friends, I want to interview you. I want to get your thoughts of, you know, Baylor. I want to get your thoughts of how you feel, what's going on, I need your thoughts about the world and all this stuff, right? Because I also listen to a lot of NPR growing up with my dad. So I'm like, all right, I can go Guy Raz. Let me go Guy Raz on this. And then so all of a sudden, you know, I, it just started in the basement of uh, my my university. And um, just literally pressing a record button and just asking my friends. And it then transferred and transformed into a thing of its own. Yeah, it's crazy because you can never know what when you start just those conversations are going to turn into initially with just your friends. And it's such a beautiful thing when it it's just organic in that way. And I mean, how how amazing is it that you have those as stored no one no one has our parents don't have footage or audio recordings of them talking to their friends but we have that opportunity today to just record conversations with our friends get the literally on an iphone it's got the voice notes app like you anyone could do it it doesn't need to be a formal setting it doesn't need to be any fancy equipment it literally could just be the simplest simplest thing and that's what's so amazing to me is that that opportunity is out there for our generation and every generation that's got the technology because it's it's a way to save and think about one person's perspective at a particular moment in time. And, you know, I was talking to my aunt and my aunt was like, I don't want, really want to be recorded and, and you know, everything goes and, and that's true. Everything does go and, you know, we will go and the recordings will go. But I think there's something beautiful about, about preserving your thoughts that person's thoughts at a particular point in time and i just find that to be so i it warms my heart to have those conversations so yeah i mean what do you, what about you no bro like that is so true and you know what's so funny like you go back it, yeah. it's, it's 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 a time capsule yeah like i mean have you have you listened to russ's or, or have you read russ's um it's all in your head one of my favorite books Bro, but so you know, you don't want to talk about like you know how it's like music is like literally audio, like frozen in time or somebody's thoughts and anything of that nature. So yeah. it's like, yo, you can literally archive your voice and your conversation or your thoughts, and you might think you're the shit, man, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's so cringy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And guess what? Like that's the part of growing as an artist and creator. And I've looked to, you know, there well, there weren't really any podcasters before 2005, let's say, right? So I've looked to artists and musicians because what do musicians do? Musicians use the power of their voice to create change in their own world and the world around them. And that concept for me, when it clicked in my head, I was like, oh my God, what I'm doing is very similar to what a rapper or what a, a singer is doing. And how they're using their voice to transform society, transform their own life, and and build themselves into something. So I I look to Russ, I look to Kanye, I look to these people who have transformed their life just by the spoken word. I think that's an inc a crazy, incredible concept. And they probably look back at their old records and say, what was I thinking? What was wrong with me? 
But guess what? If they didn't produce that record at that time, they wouldn't be Russ. They wouldn't be Kanye because you need to take those stepping stones. You need to use your voice, maybe in a cringy way, to find it eventually. And so that's my mindset. I'm ready to do this for the rest of my life. And I'm just ready to put my head down and put my voice to the microphone and go, go, go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's so good. That's so good. So now... Besides that, like, you know, just in terms of like, you know, like looking back in the past and all this mm-hmm. stuff, um, what drives you, man? What is your, what's, what's your main motivation? What's your main motivation for, for you? Yeah, I want to raise the consciousness of humanity. I want to take the love that I have in my heart for myself, that my mother and father blessed me with a combination of incredible parenting and give it to more people. And, and it's, it's a combination of their incredible parenting, the work that I've done on myself and having the tools I feel like that have made me feel so happy in my own life. And I feel this joy inside of me. And I wish, I really wish I could just give this joy to every single person on earth. And it's not like I'm feeling joy 24 seven, but I know that I love myself more than the average human being. I know that I'm feeling more joy than the average human being. And I know that I'm feeling a greater range and expression of emotions and feelings than the greater range of, than the great, than the average human being. And I say that because I I talk to my friends and they're like, how do I, how do I help? What, what do you suggest I do with this situation? What about that situation? And you could see that I'm stumbling over my words because I'm so excited to say this truth and to say it and to give it to more people. And listen, me saying and me talking might not make you more happy, but it could be the spark that makes you ask yourself, why does that guy feel the way he feels? What mm-hmm. is going on here? What did he do differently? And what can I do and take in my own life that's going to be useful to me? Not everyone is going to be, is going to want to do 75 hard. Not everyone is going to want to meditate. There are ways to go around it, but I just, I just want to give the tools to the people. That's, that's what motivates me and raise the consciousness of humanity. Bro, you know, man, that sounds so similar to my homeboy, Jaden Treasure. Shout out Jaden, man. Very, very, very conscious human being. Always, always about self-improvement. He put me on to the Jordan University. He put me on a bunch of things. So shout out to you, man. He was actually like the very first episode that I recorded. I mean, bro, like, you know, in the basement. I will always remember that. But to follow up on that, man, I guess, like, that's so good to see that, you know what, bro, bro, I mean, I you know, it's cliche, cliche but they say, but they say that best, best people in the world are the ones that are served, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Oh, okay. I'm going to continue. And I think, and you know what? I think it's also cool. Like everybody has that innate ability to raise the consciousness of each and every individual. Because I'm, at the end of the day, we're beings emitting energy, like scientifically, biologically, neurologically. We're emitting, we're literally wavelengths and atoms and all this stuff. I feel like I really forget how um, it's so crazy because I, I think that the greatest, you know, I'm a designer, right? And I think the greatest form of design is, is the human body itself. Like you think about like at like AI, AI is literally designed based on how our brains and how neurons work. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, whoa. And there's nothing that would ever, like there's no thing that will ever be perfectly. You can't 
There's no robotic arm with biomedical engineering that can replace how you can move this arm so fleshlight. You know what I'm saying? Wild. Wild. Bro, bro, like, you know, you might get a robot arm, you know, it has like whatever, then maybe you have to fix it, but it's just like, you can't copy this. You can't. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's really crazy because I, I heard the other day, I don't know, I don't remember where I read it, but I heard someone say, if you found a smartphone in the middle of, the woods your first thought wouldn't be you know this smartphone just got here you would think who created this incredible device and it's like the human being the human body the human mind is greater than any smartphone and we just found it here so it it leads me to ask at least who created this how did this come to be and or what created this but just a an incredible way to frame it is like this really is what's in our mind is the greatest invention that we know to date. And so that is, uh, it's just a really, it's a powerful way of, of thinking about the world and, and just makes you so appreciative and grateful. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, man, that's so good. That's so good. And, and now with gratitude, bro, um, I want to pose a bigger question. And then after that, go to more practical side for anybody that wants like you know since you you love mindset um what does it mean what what is happiness to you what it like like i I learned this from athy and i know you interviewed him too is like are you happy (laughs) are you happy and what does happiness mean to you yeah i'm absolutely happy and happiness to me is doing the things daily that align with the person you want to be in the future and when those are in check And it could be something difficult and it could be something where you're feeling struggle, but that is happiness to me. It's like, if I'm running and I want to run a marathon, well, I'm doing the things daily that align with the person I want to be in the future. So that is happiness. If it applies to podcasting, okay, I'm recording podcasts and I want to be a huge podcaster in the future. If I just want to podcast in the future because I'm enjoying it, that's happiness. We feel happiness whenever we're progressing on goals and whenever those goals are meaningful to us. So you want to make sure, or I want to make sure at least that my, what I'm doing in the present aligns with who I want to be in the future. And then I feel happy. Yeah. And how do you, how do you practice gratitude? Like what are the top three things or top three ways that you practice gratitude every day? Um, So one thing I do is I just say, I love myself over and over again. And I feel gratitude for the self, which then allows me to feel grateful for the world around me. Another thing that I like to do is say, I love you in my head as I pass strangers on the street. And that's just like me feeling grateful for another human being. And a third is just meditating. And when I meditate, I feel more at peace and more at home with who I truly am, my core, my truth. And that makes me feel grateful. So all three of those are are great ways that I uh, I practice gratitude on a daily basis. That's incredible. About five minutes. Yeah, man. So five minutes, right? Well, what's up? Sorry, my little sister came in. You're good. No worries. Huh? Where? Oh, yeah. You got to go to school. Yeah, you got to be there at 3.30, right? All right, cool. Well, there you go, man. Um, <laughs> but my apologies on that one. But, dude. No, no worries. Kenny. Man, this was just such a powerful, like, bro, honestly, this has been one of my favorite episodes that I've had on the podcast, man, your energy and the way that you emit. Um, so now, like, these are the last, you know, 
big, big questions that I usually ask my guests, like kind of like, you know, esoteric, whatever. So what are three things? My first one is what are three things that you would like to say to your 18 year old self? To my 18 year old self, I would say one, meditate. It might be difficult at first, but this is the single greatest habit that has changed my life Two, lift weights. You know, you, you were starting lifting weights when you were 17, but you ended up stopping when you were 18. So keep doing what you're doing on that front. And three, just love yourself, man. Like love yourself and love other people. Because if you can do that and really be kind to people and really uh, connect strongly with yourself, you can then connect strong with other human beings and just be a kind person. So those three things I would say, meditate, lift weights, and be kind and love yourself. That's good. Um, If there is one thing that you would change in America, what would it be? I would wish that we would stop relying so much on the the news the i think we get too much we get too much sense of satisfaction from proving we're right there's so much divide in our country and i genuinely think it could be solved by more meditation um perhaps that's narrow-minded of my uh 20 something year old self but I really just believe that the answer is going inward and so many people need to either meditate or go to therapy or uh, go on walks by themselves. But when we get engaged in this battle of ego, I was engaged in it for a very long time and I still sometimes catch myself getting engaged in it. But when I am meditating consistently, when I'm thinking about my own issues and and uncovering them at a deeper level, I always feel a greater sense of peace. And if I can give that out to more people in the country, I think the country as a whole would be in a better place. That's amazing. And my last question is, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be someone who made the world happier, healthier, and wiser, and hopefully raises the conscious of the entire humanity. And if I can start with myself by making myself happier, healthier, and wiser every single day and raising my own consciousness and tapping inward, then I will have lived a good life from my perspective and hopefully left a good legacy in some. That's incredible, man. This is my last bit of the show. It's called the Speak Life uh, part. And this is where I get to speak life over my guests, man, because um, words are powerful. Danny, bro, um, I just met you officially. Um, this has been such a big moment for me, man. And I just want to say, bro, this was way more than what I expected. And I'm so grateful because, you know, everybody has like, you know, nobody wants to admit, but they have expectations. Okay. Or, you know, you want to, bro, like you are just, you are even more genuine on the camera and on this than you are on Twitter. Right. Everybody can hide behind the screen, but your graciousness, your kindness, your flexibility and adaptability, your ability and your service minded um, mindset of just wanting to continue to help raise the consciousness of individuals is awe-inspiring and it continues to, I want to let you know, it has kept me going and it's kept a lot of people going. And I just want to let you know, bro, that I love you. You are loved, man. And you are super important for a bunch of young men and also young women who are out there discovering themselves and finding themselves in their 20s. You are a wise voice, brother. And I just pray that 
you continue to have nothing but amazing success that you will one day be on the same stage with Joe Rogan. You one day will be able to have like a show that you're going to be hosting all these other people because of your work ethic, because it's a byproduct of your work ethic, your dedication, your consistency, and your ability to continue to share genuine energy and love. So thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for all that you've done. Thank you for taking your time, the most valuable asset that you can never get back for us just to connect in person and let you know, bro, I'm always a message, email away, and I would love to support you in any way possible. Thank you for all that you've done, bro. And I'm so appreciative of you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, man. And I appreciate all the kind words. And I also just want to say you're an incredible, incredible speaker. So please never let that talent and gift die or something you've built because that is just an incredible oration you just gave. I feel like you should be like speaking on a stage to a million people genuinely and not just about me, just about the world in general. You have a gift and I'm better off for having heard it. So thank you for the kind words and thank you for sharing your gift because you're making the world a better place by using it. I received that, bro. Where can the people find you at? At Hey Danny Miranda on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, Danny Miranda. Look forward to connecting with everyone. Thank you for having me, my friend. It's been a pleasure. Everybody, go follow him now, immediately, and we are out. Thank you so much for taking a chance to listen slash watch the podcast episode. Super grateful for all your support. Make sure you follow us on social media at Campus Cuts Pod. Be able to check out the YouTube, um, Twitch, and as well as Twitter, Periscope live streams. If you want to have the chance to get the replay, make sure you share it to your friends, families, significant others, and anybody that is interested in listening to authentic conversations with great guests and people. Make sure you do that. Thanks so much for all the help. Tap in. Have a blessed day.